Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Today on Mind Calls the Heart, we talk about school and being schooled. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, Hardies. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Here it comes. I love it. Amazing. I love it. Welcome back, Hardies. Back to AfterBuzz TV. We are here doing When Calls the Hearts, Season 5, Episode 2, Hearts and Minds. Great episode. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. You can follow me everywhere at Serafini TV. Joining me, I have... <laughs> Get that laughter. It's me, James Law Jr., of course. And you can follow me where all James Law Juniors are, at James Law Jr. At James Law Jr. All right. Yes. This episode, so good. Yes. Before we start, though, I just yes. want to see a shout-out to the Ohio Hardies. I'm wearing your shirts. Our shirt, yes. And, and your shirt says, I'm in... A hearty state of mind. mind. With, the, with the Ohio kind of thing in there. And also from... One of the events, this uh, really beautiful glass that has season five on it. So I have that. I was going to drink out of it, but I just didn't do that today. <laughs> I was going to do that. And I also, mean you could. I could, I guess. You love my laugh. Hi, guys. Also, before we, we love this episode. I know we love this episode. Yes, we do. And to me, it's, it just, again, shows how just wonderful the writing, direction, the acting, the message is. Uh, we just want to say we want to just we want to just like give a little kind of give a little shout out to our fearless leader, Papa Hardy himself, Brian Bird. Um, this weekend, you can go online and see all if you want to say. We're not going to talk about that part, but he tried to talk to the Hardys um, about some of the Hardys have concerns about how the show looks, and I just want to give us a little just kind of pep talk that he did his best to talk to everyone, and he took a lot of heat while he was talking to him. And I want you guys to know this. Executive producers usually don't talk to fans. He loves the Hardys. It's a luxury that that Hardys get the interaction with Brian Bird as much as they do. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. a luxury. I agree. And he was so still kind and gracious in responding. And and I just think this episode, which we're going to dive into, was such an example of how great this show is and how it is needed today. And that I could walk away feeling good, which we need that today, too. And I just hope that all Hardys, once you have dissension, once you agree with me, can come together and enjoy the show for what it is. Because it's a wonderfully put-together show that makes people feel good. And I think you want to say something about production-wise. You know a little more about that. Absolutely. And I come from the production aspect of television shows, just movies and um, media in general and stuff. And it, it really hurts me when I hear other people say, this was a filler episode or this episode didn't really do much. And, you know, that also hurts the production people, the writers, the producers, the directors, people who put their hard time and effort into making something 
happen and putting something together in the short amount of time that they did. Yes, yes. And it turned on. Just to hear that it's called a filler. I know. That's heartbreaking. That, to me, it was heartbreaking to me, too. It's so, for production, disrespectful, too. I agree. Because people are working. They're spending time, their hard-earned effort and time, and their money into this. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to hear things that this is a filler. Right. Because every episode, it might not agree with some people, mm-hmm. but every episode serves a purpose. Yes. I'm glad you said that. And we're going to talk much longer about this, but I just want to say I like you said that. Every episode does forward story. If you really watch the episodes, it, they, things happen that continue the stories that we love to watch. And everyone has an opinion. We do this for we do this. This is what we do. We're on the show. We talk about our opinions. But I just think that some of the just the way things were handled this weekend were not the greatest, and it, it just hurt our hearts. And speaking of being Hardies, it hurt our hearts from the Hardies. Yeah. Hardies. So being true fans and big yes. fans of Hardies as we are as well, we we thought the need to address it. Yes. Because we come, yes, if we didn't have opinions, we wouldn't right. have a show. We don't show, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, this after show is all of our opinions. Yes. But that yes. doesn't mean that we can't respect other people's opinions yes. as well. Right. Be heartful. Be heartful. I be like kindness. that. I like that. I like be heartful. Kindness week, kindness all around. It's yes. not just a week. It's kindness every day. Yes, I agree. Agree. All right. There you go. Let's get into this episode, Hearts yes. and Minds. Yes. There you go. Uh, quick overall thoughts. I, it was a great episode. Again, showing the town coming together. There was some humor. Bill had some of the, I mean, we're going to talk, talk about Bill's story. He had some of the best lines of the episode that were so funny. Um, but the town, so oh, they're so good, so down. good. And yeah. Cody made me cry. He, I texted her after and said, like, oh, my God. Did I expect that? He made he always me. always makes us. I know. Makes His us moments cry. with him and Abigail. God, yes. I know. It's so good. It's so good. He's so good. The acting was superb. Um, we got to see, meet some new characters that we did we hadn't really seen we before. Did. I saw your Asian guy. I saw your black guy. That's my black guys. We saw them there. So they were great. We saw them there. So he wore the town. Um, but a beautiful episode. What do you think? I, I love this episode. Is it crazy? To say that I loved this episode more than I did the premiere. I did too. This, I agree. This ep- I mean, I love the premiere oh, yeah, as well. Too. But this episode, like, really hit. I agree. And I was like, wow, at the end of this episode, I really viscerally felt something. I felt hopeful. Yeah. I did. I mean, after, I, mean I did. After, I, was, I, felt, I felt bouncy. I went to my garden afterwards and gardened. I, felt, I, mean, I really felt, I, did, I felt I felt so hopeful. And I went outside. It was a beautiful day here in L.A. And I was in my garden. I was like, life is good. I can talk about this later. I, mean, I was very, I was very happy. Yeah, I mean, I was just like applauding the last ten minutes. Oh, when throughout. Oh, okay, there okay, were well, so well, many well, good yeah, moments. Yeah, well, wait a second. I'll tell you when I stood applause. up. Yeah, I'll tell you when I stood up. Do it for the applause, applause. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Yes. Um, Daddy and Rosemary's this whole Rosemary's running the the dress shop. We have yes. Daddy's apparel dress shop yes. now. That's your thoughts of Rosemary and her just trying to. Sell slash help Wilma in this new dress. Again, I think I said this last week. Rosemary, why she's one of my favorite characters, is that she does show heart, and she believes she's romantic. She believes in love. Yeah. She's theatrical, and she's and she's big and broad, um, which I can be called the same thing. <laughs> um, but I believe in love too, and I believe in romance. And I just thought it showcased again another side of her. But what really impressed me was seeing more of the dress shop and what they really do there. And she's this dressmaker. And it's, it's, it's amazing. And we get to see inside the shop and the dynamic between her and Dottie. Yeah, and you can see they 
do it for the passion mm-hmm. because they actually enjoy it compared to there are a lot of fashion designers out there <laughs> now that do it for the money. Oh, uh, that's true. That's and, very true. And I like back then, it definitely shows Rosemary has a flair for designing and fashion mm-hmm. and she knows when her work works for other people, mm-hmm. um, especially with Wilma. But what were your thoughts of Wilma trying oh, to yeah. get this dress, even though multiple times she was like, I can't afford it, it's beautiful, I can't afford yeah. it. But I've, Rosemary pushing. I've done that myself. There's some Louis Vuitton luggage I want. I mean, I'm dead serious. I've gone to Louis Vuitton and looked at it several times. But I can't afford it yet. Um, so I do know what it feels like to kind of want something and maybe want to try to. I'm trying. I'm gonna try to work towards. It. I'm gonna get it one day. I'm gonna try to work towards it. So I thought it was very cool. Pascal Hutton plays uh, Rosemary is so good. The way her facial expression changed was like because you realize she really it's an anniversary. She really wants this dress and she can't afford it. And she was afraid to try it on. Like, she was like, her face just changed. I was like, that's such a wonderful acting note that she did. Um, I love that she wanted to help her out. Because Wilma, Wilma, they're not rich. And this dress was a little above her her pay grade or whatever. She couldn't really get it. Yeah, I really enjoyed the storyline. Because we have not really seen any story with no. Wilma at all. No. So yeah, I'm glad she finally got a spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, she's part of this community, too. Yes. And, and I think she came from, like, a irregular mentality of a lot of people who would like to afford nice things but just can't. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as they want to, they just, unfortunately, in the yes. situation that they are, they just yeah, can't. Yeah. It's, it's being practical. And mm-hmm. it's not be, they're being, like, um, cheap or, no, you know. not at all. Um, it, it's just, like... Situations practically they can't yeah. afford it, yeah. Um, and and I like that because a lot of people know what that's like, so very yes. relatable. Yes, very relatable. But what were your thoughts of Rosemary actually having this brilliant idea? Of you know, giving, <laughs> realizing that Wilma makes her own dresses, yes, she's a great seamstress, mm-hmm. and giving her the pattern to make it herself. And I love the outcome of it. Just basically that you know, designer. Uh, did, they, uh, did you write that down? So it's about the designer. Yes, got it. Got it. Uh, designer fashion and bargain prices. Yes. So your own. Love that title. So your own. That's a great line for it. It I is. It. Um, I just thought again, Rosemary's being she's for love. And she's she's smart. I said it last week too. She's smart, so yes. it was a brilliant idea. And she's innovative. She's innovative. That's a great word too. She's innovative yeah. and she's forward thinking. So she was like, "Well, let me just I'll just give this." And she, she already sews anyway. Brilliant. I just I thought that was a great way. But so your so your own made me very happy. I love the title of that. Yeah, I love how she put two and two together. Mm-hmm. That she's a good seamstress. She can probably make this dress right. just by her own fabric. I would not really. It would have taken me a long time to get there, <laughs> admittedly, because I don't do fashion. <laughs> as James knows this. Yes, right. Um, but uh, I loved how she she helped Wilma get the dress mm-hmm. that she she wanted. She did. Maybe not the most conventional way, but she no. did it. And uh, the her her anniversary date yes. dinner. Yes. So, which I didn't expect this part, which I loved. I kept forgetting that Lee has a car. Remember yeah. he bought one. I, I he totally has forgot a this. Ford. Yes, he Ford. does. I always forget. Fords are great. Yeah, I always forget that he. I had a Ford Taurus for years. I know. I, I forgot that he had a car, so it was a nice surprise when he pulls up and gives. Well, I kept laughing. I'm saying, uh, and, and, and no, be careful with my car. Be careful with my car. But it was like they're so cute. They're like helping someone else, and it's just it was very romantic. It was very romantic. It was very. Th- Thoughtful, yes. You know, just how Rosemary always she always puts her effort into helping other people. Yes, you know, and we've seen this time and time again. She, 
There, there are times I think only in season one she was a little bit selfish. Yes. But now she's like selfless. Yes. That's, that's a good one. And also for me, you know, I go into my deeper meanings. I always think when they're able to showcase other couples on the show and have other couples helping other couples, it really does reinforce their love. I think I think Lee and Rosemary felt even better. They yeah. helped someone else, another couple, with their anniversary. Ten years together—that's a long time. You know, it's a long time. Um, yeah. And she was—I mean, I hope it reinforced their kind of commitment to each other. She loves Lee, of course. And I just thought it was a great—I love when they show that in the show. Other couples having their things and resolutions, and I love that because it's part of the community. Yeah, I thought it was a really sweet moment mm-hmm. that you know, she spent so much time helping Vilma actually. Get this dress. Like, uh, um, uh, oh my God, JMKFN452, which is Joyce, Joyce, I believe. Hello, Joyce. Hi, Joyce. Shows the town blossoming. I like that. Yes. It's, it's showing that the town is growing and there's different components happening and it's a real town. It is. It's a real town. Yeah, I think Abigail said in last week we're a community. We help each other. I know. Yes, you guys definitely yes, you do. do. And yes, we'll do. get into that. Uh, speaking yes. oh, of yeah. Abigail, let's get into her and her story this episode. So we get Jacob West, and he comes to town, <laughs> um, played by Cameron Bancroft, who's also, he's been in Chesapeake Shores, oh. Cedar Cove, and oh. uh, The Wedding March. <laughs> oh, okay, so okay, he, okay. He's been in Hallmark for a Hallmark. while, and Wedding March was, you know, Jack Ratner. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, he comes to town. Representing National Pacific Railroad, saying that they aren't going to build the depot in Hope Valley. Did you get upset? I got upset when I heard that. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, after everything went through season after four. all the drama of last. <laughs> like, why did we deal with Ray Wyatt for an entire season not to get it? And I, know, I was like, wait a minute. They're not going to do this to us now. Is that funny how this show does that to you? Oh, I know. I was like, no, 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 no. But we'll get into it, of course. But yes. <laughs> I wasn't happy when I heard that at first. Like, wait a minute. Uh, what's what's going I don't on think a lot there? Of people were. Yes, uh, but I love. Okay, some of the best lines of the show came from Bill, and when he meets Jacob, and Jacob says, oh, "I've heard a lot about you." The first line that he says is, "Give me a moment to uh, defend myself." I thought it was just a funny <laughs> line because it's just so Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, and later on, he has a line where he says. Uh, I used to like when Greeks, uh, what they did to people who, who yes. said bad news. I, I always like the way Greek dealt with people yes. who brought the bad, bad news. Bad news. Yes. I he had the best Hence lines. Kill the messenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I thought, this, I said, oh, okay, this is going to be a real episode about the town again. I had a feeling that's what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, get ready, James. Get ready. <laughs> it's going to be like a play a tearjerker. Get ready. Um, and Abigail, I mean... Uh, they, they're putting her through the ringer as a, as a mayor. <laughs> like, I mean, which is, I, I, could, I mean, being a mayor is probably not an easy thing to do. No, um, it's not. What were your thoughts of Jacob West? I mean, because we've never seen his character in this show. No. And usually the people who come from the outside, we always have to, like, flag already. <laughs> because usually they're not to no good. Every once in a while we get the good guys like Carson. Right. But um, what were your thoughts of, of Weston? Did good you question. think he was good or bad, or should we trust him, should we not? Good question, because when he first came out, I, like you said, when he comes, everybody comes to town, I'm like, bad, bad, mm-hmm. flag goes up. This one, I think he's not all, he's a lawyer. <laughs> so how you feel about that is your business out there. But I, th- I don't think he's all out bad. He, was, he really was a messenger delivering the news. Yeah. But he's a little detached, which you might have to be, I guess, as a lawyer. I guess you have to be detached at some level, right, I guess. I imagine no emotional attachments. Right, he's I mean. He's delivering a message, really. He's right. doing his job. Right. He was basically just there to say, hey, this isn't going to happen, and he was going to leave. Yeah. And so I thought, okay. I mean, okay. it's better to say it in person than 
Yes, that's very the, true. Uh, the cowardly way in a, in a letter mm-hmm. or t- their ty- Tele- telegram. Telegram, yeah, telegram. Um, no, I so at first I was like, mm, he's bad. Well, maybe he's not that bad. So as a character, I thought he was fine. I didn't, I did not dislike him or love him in the sense of the character. But I was like, okay, I must throughout the whole episode, he was just he was towing the line of being a lawyer and being somewhat detached. Mm. So, I mean, how do you feel about him? I didn't like him. Okay, there you go. Only because on the preconceived notions, and I've seen him because I just listed all the things that he's done with Hallmark, <laughs> his characters are, are not the nicest people. Oh, so he plays... That he, oh, okay. he's known for playing the bad guys or, like, the, uh, the distrustful okay, guys. Okay. So I already had this, like, pre-existing yeah. thought sense. about him. I'm like, okay, he's probably bad. Yeah. Starting it up. Makes sense. Again. Makes sense. But... Coming around, and not to jump for it, but like he, he fortunately, he was good. <laughs> so. Right, but I think he was good because it did pierce his heart. Let's go back to the heart part. Oh, it pierced his heart. Uh, so we'll talk about that later, a little later in, in this. Episode. But he he it pierced his heart, so he had a change of heart, mm-hmm. decided to kind of speak for the town to the railroad. I think that's what happened. So again, he came in just a detached lawyer. I got to do what I got. This is my job. I got to do what I got to do. And then he was going to leave. Remember, he was, he was going to leave. Right. And that was it. Which I love that. <laughs> well, we can assume Bill played with his car. Because it was never really confirmed. I mean, it was a whole thing. It was never really confirmed. But, okay, so I watched this episode a couple times. Like, <laughs> As you do. I'm supposed to. Yes. <laughs> and uh, there was a line that I missed the first time, admittedly, that Abigail was like, make sure he doesn't leave. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> there was a lingering shot on Bill's face. It's like, hmm, mm. I can make that happen. <laughs> like, First a uh, citation. So, yes, also, yes. We have his car installed. He can't. Yes. He can't leave. He can't leave. I love Citation. that. Citation. I love mm-hmm. that film. But then Bill also brings up. He's like, "Well, it'd be faster if he could take the train, but we don't have a train." Love that line. See again, great lines. They gave Jack Wagner's character so many great lines. Like, oh, the irony. Oh yes, the irony. So yeah. yes, yeah, I agree. But too bad he couldn't take the train. <laughs> Bill had a lot of great. He had, he had a lot of great moments. Like, he did. A lot he of did. zingers. He did. So good. <laughs> yes, I agree. Um, but yeah, not having a depot. In Hope Valley, affects a lot of people. I got scared. Affects a lot of businesses. <laughs> I know, I totally Dotties. Got... What were your thought when we now have town council meeting? Because Abigail's like, well, if if you're gonna break the whole heart, you might as well tell it to the to the face. So well, let's have a town meeting. It was very um, harsh to watch when the town was talking kind of crap about Abigail's mayoral skills. Maybe mm-hmm. it was too much. And with Yost, there's why maybe it's too much. And maybe it's... And, and Abigail walks in and, and like I said, it just, they're just... They're nervous. They're scared. It's like it's very... It's a very... Um, they, again, we went through season four. It's a natural like, knee-jerk <laughs> right, reaction right. And But then it was realistic in terms of she is the mayor. And she's a woman. And I think maybe it's too much for her. Like, what's going on? And it felt real realistic. And so I love that Abigail... Abigail's such a good... She's such a great character. She was going to fight it. Mm-hmm. And we are going to do this. And like you said, let's have a town meeting then. And I love at first, she was like, because the kids are having a problem with it. Yeah. Which is so realistic. Robert and Cody are fighting. They are the best, the best friends, friends on the I show. Know, I know. When something as big as this town depot and this train depot like affecting like little kids and their friendship. What's it going to do to the adults and their businesses? I know, and I, but, but I found that it was very realistic. That sometimes us as adults, and I've had, I, of course, I've had children, and so you guys have children. We have to be mindful sometimes what we bring home, what we say, 
because it does affect, and we, well, we've all been kids too. We've our parents. They how what affects us. Children always know. Children know. Children are smart. Children pick they up. They might not always say something. Say, kids always pick up what's going on. Yes, children always know. They do, and I thought it was a great representation of that on this show, this episode, where the kids are feeling the crunch too. And, and I like that the part that Abigail says. It just breaks my heart that the kids are worrying about this. Thinking about worrying about this. Because you don't want the kids to worry about it. Not at all. I want them to worry. I want them to be kids. Right. You know? But kids do feel what you're going through. And I always tell my kids, be careful with your kids because they see and hear and feel things. They do. They feel things. We did as kids, I'm sure. We definitely felt. We definitely felt. Just like the the town. Um, Yes. What were your thoughts of Lee and his two cents about how this would affect him? How he would have to change his business yeah. and just the way his I love that. Sp- I loved happen. it. I love that he stood up to him and was like, I will just, I will ad- adjust and adapt. Mm-hmm. I will figure out a way. And he was trying to get at him to, I mean, again, they're trying to make him see this is not a good decision. And that the town really will step up and needs this. And I love Abigail's suggestion. Why don't you just have them in both, both towns? Have a depot in both places. Everybody wins. Well, that's just too much money. Too much I, money. I was like, okay, first of all, Ray right. Riot last year was willing to spend loads yeah. Yeah. of money on this railroad to yes. make it happen. Yes. And now they're pulling out at the money? But Something's it's, off. It's so, but it's so modern. Again, I say this every time. This show is so relatable. It ties into what's going on today. It's still going on today. The certain industries and jobs I've had. Like, it's, it's just it's so relatable. Right. It was just that was not a good excuse because when no. we know that they had money they had last money. year. Yeah, money. And now they're saying they don't like right. no. No, that's where not did it. that money go. You're yeah. still trying to build yeah. a, tri- uh, oh, yeah. a railroad. But I liked yeah, I that Lee that but I liked that Lee was like, well, well then I'll just adapt and I'll change and adjust and I'll work it out somehow. I loved what he said though, but there are things in this world that are yeah. more important than money, like doing the right thing. That's actually a great tie back to what Rosemary was saying to Clara. Yes. Saying, uh, you know, uh, emotions are like a muscle. It takes work to make them strong. Lee doesn't realize it, but I have him doing emotional push ups at least <laughs> twice a day. See if you love That's see. my favorite quote of this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it ties into what yeah. Lee says because yes. emotionally he felt something and he is aware of that. Mm-hmm. So good on you, Lee. I, I love I love those lessons I, with the show. I love that. Yeah. Your thoughts of Cody speaking up. This was the biggest surprise. See, I did not expect that at all. And when, okay, here's the part where I stood up. This is exactly what I'm, I'm going to reenact it really quick for you guys. This is what I did. <laughs> Elizabeth right. walks in with the kids. Beautiful. Just, I mean, just like, I want her to be my teacher. I want her to be my teacher so bad. Even though I'm like 50 years old, I want her to be my teacher. She's still teaching us, don't worry. She is. And then when he when when Jordan was Jacob or Jake Jordan Jacob wouldn't look. She Jacob. says, "Look at them." I want this. <laughs> you tell him, tell him to look at them. That's why I, I stood up out of my cou- off my couch to say, "I love what she said." Because the look on her face, oh, she was like, "You look at them." And then he looked at them, and I was like, "Oh!" And then Cody gets. Pulled yes. up, and I told this to Carter, and he already, he wrote back sorry with a happy face on it. Uh, I told him, I said, "You made me cry today." Again, he's going to be a great leader in that town someday. That's my prediction. That's one of my early predictions. What if he took over mayor? Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. <gasps> That'd be amazing. Yes, I think I think he's going to be a great leader one day in Hope Valley if they all stay there, and that's how that works. Yeah, right. Um, but his speech, because he is the mayor's. Son. Son, definitely. And it definitely shows. Yes. Abigail and her amazing teaching and the raising of this child mm-hmm. into a young man, mm-hmm. a young 
young adult that he is now turning on. I mean, he, I was watching this. I was like, wow, Carter is really grown up. Yes, he is. He is growing but up. We know him so. Compared yes. to season three, yes, he was like he just looks taller. He looks yes. older. Shout out to Carter and the family. Yes, we love Carter, them. you're amazing. He yes. might be all this season. Okay, there you go, folks. Um, so right, yeah, it's like such growth and maturity mm-hmm. from this child, this actor. Which is funny. All the kids are starting to really grow up. They're like growing yeah. up. We're watching them grow up. I know on screen, right before our, our eyes. eyes. But yeah, his speech made me cry. I cried. I cried. And it, right. you see, I love that. Jacob could relate to. See, it hits him. I was adopted too. Yes. Uh, and it, like, there you go. So again, they're trying to pierce his heart, and Cody's speech did that. I was an orphan too. Yep. Our childhood never leaves us. But I loved how like he related to mm-hmm. to Cody because this could have been him when he was yes. a kid. Yep. And knowing when like a big decision can affect someone's a child's life, mm-hmm. and such as this one that he would be doing for mm-hmm. all these kids, he, mm-hmm. he'd be changing their lives. And and you can tell that like. That Abigail did such a great job raising Cody that Weston was kind of jealous that he didn't have a person such as Which Abigail to raise him. Which is natural. Like that. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Good on you, Abigail. Good on Weston for realizing that. Yes. And coming around. Yes. I agree. But it was it was Cody. The children shall will speak and hopefully you'll listen and, and out of mouths of babes and all that stuff. And he spoke and it made the most sense. And that was what I think turn the tide for Jacob going back to his peeps. Amazing. Cody's speech, I mean, I have the whole speech. I don't know <laughs> if I should read it because I can't say it as great as he did. <laughs> but I, I did love one of the lines. It's like, but, uh, so, uh, it's like, I know the railroad isn't a man, but you are. Mm-hmm. Seems to me that if a promise is made, it should be kept. So I think the railroad should keep their promise like everyone else is supposed to. Yes. Cody. Yes. To be schooled by a child. Uh, you know. Woo. So, and a little child so should lead them. That's right, Jordan Blackstone. So a little child should lead them. Yes. Good. So yes, I agree. The depot is coming to Hope Valley, and they're also making one in Jameson. Yes. So See, now we're having into places. Well, I, lo- I love that shot. Here's something that's fun. I love that shot because when first Lee was coming in on the horse, and they had the, the, the uh, wood. I was like, what's going on? And we have that shot. And the other shot. And so when she's, and then Gabigail's jumping up, and she's like, it's just, she's so happy it worked out, and the overhead shot, a little production thing for yep. me. I love that. Showing up, they're going in, they're going across town, because the railroad needs more wood. I was like, yes, yes, yes. I was, cheer- I was cheering. I was cheering. I was, I was literally cheering in my house. No, I loved it, too, because the with the overhead shot and but the first shot was when Lee was coming in yes. on horse and yes. buggy and wagon yes. and because he said it he's like I'll just drag it by horse yes, and I'm like did. okay he's dragging it by horse this this depot's not yes. coming yes sure enough it is it is I, I love that Abigail was so jumping good. up and down as they were rolling by was, again another kind of shot like the shot how he did that she was, she was excited and happy like and she goes we did it we did it the town did it the town did it and I wish I lived in a town like that. I'm I know. like, yes. I'm like, it just, it was just made me so happy. Yeah, and even Weston was like, whole town changed it for me. Yep, he did it. Mm-hmm. Good job, Hope Valley. Yeah, Hope Valley. Okay. Yes. And but I loved what he also said to to Abigail's like, "You're a great mayor, Abigail, and even a better parent." Did. Yes, she. Oh, I was crying. Is 
Don't worry. I had, um, I was, I had okay. tears. I had tears going in my eyes. So good. Yes. So good. Yes. All right. Let's get to un- so, some more school, actually. Oh, yes. With Julie Thatcher. The tale of two Miss Thatchers, I call it. <laughs> yeah. I love this storyline. I do. I said it on Twitter. People were laughing. I love this storyline. I love mm-hmm. how... I loved how I don't know. If, I guess it must have been a, an acting, directing choice, writing choice. I loved how Elizabeth was looking at her sister during the arts like portion of the class. There was like pride in her face. Finally, like there was this pride. My sister is really good at this, and she's getting better. Um, and then when the problems arose with the kids, which was very realistic, totally realistic. Yeah. If you've never done it before. Discipline a kid. It can be really hard, folks. If you've never disciplined a kid before, it can be hard. And I like that Elizabeth mentioned her through that. Yeah, and I loved it because I mean, it's it's one thing to like help guide a child, but it's another thing to actually gauge their emotions and actually deal with it. Yes. Um, because I have it down in my notes that Julie doesn't know how to consult children. Right. And a lot of people might not too. Oh, it's, it's not. not it's not easy. It's, it's not. It doesn't come it's naturally. Not. Um, even those of us who become parents, it's not, it's not, it's not the easiest thing either. Uh, we're going by either our own parents or what we think we know. I mean, it's not easy. And as a teacher, because you're not their parents, but you are parental while you have them, there's a, there's a responsibility you have to do, which have, there's lines you have to be. It's really, really, it's a really cr- a close line. And so when, yeah. uh, should he show the picture right now, when he show uh, the parent come back with, was it Julie? With Anna. Anna. Because Anna... It was like, you know, she got upset because it got brushed off. Well, that's a legitimate excuse. That's a legitimate reason that she was upset and that the parent has some kind of feeling about it. Yeah, and I always feel bad when the parent has to get involved. Because we've yes. seen some overbearing Ooh, parents yes we have. in this yes show. We have. And yes we've we seen have. some parents that don't know what to do yes, with their I agree. children. I agree. And I'm, I'm glad that this didn't escalate to when you saw a mother, Mama Bear. I got a little nervous. You know, I was like, oh, what's going to happen? I'm, I'm glad that it was addressed. Yes, me too. And, and like, it and didn't get overheated or overdramatic. I agree. I agree. But it, it was addressed enough that, hey, Julie didn't do something. Let's do something about it. And I like Elizabeth. She takes responsibility. She's like, well, yes. she's my she's my under my apprenticeship. I will I I will talk to her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good. She's like saying not saying well. She's like no excuses. She's like I, I'm going to talk to her. And she. I love when she was. It was almost like um, Siri under Rorschach, kind of like, kind of like she's over there looking at her, kind of smiling, like, "Yes, you're doing mm-hmm. okay." As she's telling uh, Anna why she got a B minus. Yeah, your and, thoughts of this. I loved it. During, I, I, Anna's drawing. Yes. and and Laura's drawing. Yes, um, Laura was the one who got the B minus. Oh, it's a Laura. It's a Laura. Yeah, Laura. Um, yes. But the, the the whole idea of not following directions very important. Very important. And very realistic. I agree. Very realistic. But I just love how Elizabeth was behind them. She didn't jump in. No. She didn't. She gave Julie the the space to do this. But her knowing, like, okay, the look she gave was like, yes, you're doing fine. And it wasn't easy for Julie. You could tell it wasn't easy. It was a very realistic scene. I just, for me, it's, I think it's as a parent, so it's just a realistic scene. Yeah, it's like sometimes you have to let someone do it yes. on their own. Because I feel so bad, like a bad person. And she's like, no, you're not a bad. I don't know how to close the doors together. It's kind it's of funny. Just being a teacher. Yeah, just being a teacher. I, I, I just, I, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, sometimes we have to do the difficult things for their own good. Yes. Mistakes are how we learn. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that yes. too, all too well. Let's say give a shout out to Alfonso Moreno, the amazing showrunner. Yes. 
Let's do that. Yes. Speaking of shout-outs, shout-out some Hardys. I, I, I'm seeing, okay, am I, seeing Go for a, it. am I seeing a lot of New England Hardys in here? I see my yeah. Ohio Hardys in here. Hello. I see you guys are in here. Hardys. You see me wearing my shirt, of course. But I'm seeing some major people, I mean, like, Royal Masterpiece has been just really commenting. <laughs> awesome I love that. name. I love that name, too. Uh, Rebecca K. I Hartnett, who's always in here. I'm seeing names that I'm, I'm not recognizing. Elaine Purser, welcome. Hello. We have Casey, uh, Casey Simpson. Uh, Vanessa O'Hare, welcome. Uh, I heart knit. I heard it, of course. Jordan Blackstone, Terry DaVinci. Oh my God. DaVinci. That's my girl. I know who you are. I'm just give you a word up. I'm drinking um, Sprite, by the way. Nothing more than that. <laughs> Jamie Ann, 211. Drinking water. <laughs> 211. Is that too much caffeine already? Um, uh, Lindsay Leak. I love the way you spell Lindsay. It's a great way you spell it. I love that. Um, oh, and our buddy Christine Frattenberg. Hello, German Hardies. There's also a Sunshine Hardy in here. Oh, how cute is that? Hello. Are you are you from Florida or somewhere like Sunshine State? The does that Sunshine mean that? Sunshine State. I mean, maybe that does that mean that, or maybe not. Let me know. Um, but you know, we have some great people in here. Lee Beth. I mean, we have our, our usual. We have seventy. We got Jeanette. Hello. We have Jordan. Yes, Valerie Slover, Lori Meeker. Oh, Tennessee. We have Tennessee Hardy, a lame person. Tennessee Hardy. Yes. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee. I love it. Um, I love Memphis, you guys. Love Memphis. Oh, wait a minute. You're from PA, Sunshine Hardy, from Pittsburgh. Are you from, not said Pittsburgh, that's our natural go to. But from Pennsylvania. Where are you from Pennsylvania? Let me know. But you're from LA. Oh, hi. It's like, <laughs> so are we. <laughs> oh, like, you are, not I'm from LA. And then we got Kentucky in the house. Yeah, okay. And Lindsay League. My parents did good. They did dig. I like the spelling a lot. There you go. I do. We love hi, you. Hi, Hardies. We love you, Hardies. And seriously, we do love that you come join us every week. You share with people. The ones who are watching and listening to this right now, we love you too. We're so glad that you are coming to us. And, and I just want to tell you briefly, I will, ne- uh, I will in a couple of weeks, I'm going to read some of the comments that are on the YouTube, on the um, iTunes page and we'll do but one person wrote something that i have to mention it makes me laugh i'm saying this in jest they wrote they gave us like four to five stars but they wrote these people love this show they love this show and they're too gushy (laughs) i just want to tell you yes we are gushy and i love this show that's all that's all i want to say i thought it was hilarious I love the show with 10 O's. I love it. Yes, love it. Yes. Oh, and I do have to speak about the iTunes. Um, oh, yes. On yeah. our off season, somehow the cleaning as well. Oh, housekeeping. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. On our off season, we changed our iTunes RSS feeds to all read Happy Hallmarkies, which is my other show that yes. um, is all about Hallmark centric yes. shows and movies yes. and stuff. <laughs> so our iTunes, When Calls the Heart, is still under Happy Hallmarkies. But don't you worry, we are actually separating okay. them okay. back into okay. their own shows so when calls the heart will be its own show so if there's a day where your phone blows up with all the when calls the heart episodes that's why that's the day we officially split things again yes yeah someone brought that up and i somebody else mentioned to me later like they're getting confusing so i have to say that because i'm on the technical end of that and we will help split that up for you so (laughs) just letting you guys know yes but thank you uh for your comments on facebook Instagram. Oh, yes. Everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Twitter, every, everywhere. iTunes. Everywhere. YouTube. Everywhere. Yes. We get it. it everywhere. We, we, we it. read it all as much as we can. We do. But, yeah. But this episode kind of ended on a, oh, on a crazy Oh, yes. Point. We had yes, yes, Elizabeth. Yes. When she's talking to Laura's father and all that, Laura's father gives her the newspaper that oh, says, yeah. Mounties encounter resistance in Northern Territories. <gasps> Were you worried? 
I was, and then they showed the preview for next week. I know. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, okay, I was like, well, well I know, but but, but, but but at first, no, I did. At first, I was like, oh, they're ending it on this note. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that's really, that's really, and and I love again, I know production. I love the shot. They, they her and, and Abigail are hugging. Their best friends are hugging, and it pulls away. It pulls out. You see the town. I thought it was like beautiful crane. Oh shot. yeah, it was great. It was what? great. <laughs> and you've been production, there. you guys. Yes, exactly. And you've been there. I was so like, I stood right there. Yes, and it was a beautiful shot, but it was it was a serious ending. I was like, wow. Again, mm-hmm. letting us know that Jack's not gone, gone. Mm-hmm. He's fighting the good fight, right, in the North. Yeah. And this is what naturally would happen. You have, you have some great stuff happening and then scares. Scares happen when it comes to war. She's it's not worried easy. about Jack. She is. She I loves mean, her man. We, we all are. Right. We all are. You know, so, I mean, it's just, it's just, so, it's just so sad. Like, oh, I don't want to see Elizabeth upset. I, like, I didn't think Jack would be harmed yeah like we know he's coming back right if he didn't have jack we don't know yeah sure. right so, sure, right. so i wasn't worried for his well-being um uh, but i do feel bad for the other monties that are up there fighting yeah. the good fights fighting the good fight because mm-hmm. i mean we had uh we, what's his name we had oh his best friend his best friend oh who died i'm thinking his name right now too but he he It'll died come to me. doug doug ha. yeah doug. thank you you have yeah. just <laughs> digging in my head. When Doug came for the short amount of time he was on screen, and then he died the next episode, yeah. we felt for it. We felt for so it. So now we have all these Mounties. You're all saying Doug. Who yeah, also, Doug, Doug. yes, thank you. Yeah, we got it. Who were also getting yes. killed. Yeah. I, f- I feel bad. Me too. Because it's nothing that we can do, it's nothing that the town can do. We just know. That is the cost of war. But I felt, and I'm glad you said it, because I felt that's that's the point of, the, of them showing us that, is that is the cost of war, and it is scary. And you, you, in, in that moment, we saw, we saw previews, but in that moment, anything could, be, could come up for her. That's what's so scary for, for Elizabeth. So he could get harmed. He could be made to die. He could get harmed. I mean, anything, anything could yeah. happen. And I saw the paper. It said 1915. Yeah. So we're at 1915. I wasn't, I, wasn't, I, wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Canada's technically at war. Yeah, in Marwood. So, yeah. So it was just kind of like it was. It was a great. It was a, it was a great moment. But I know it's going to end on that moment. I didn't know it was going to end like that. I was like, wow, okay. That's kind of that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But she but was your best friend, of course. She, she always did. Gonna be best friend. I did love this. Um, fortunately, my DVR kind of had a satellite <laughs> <laughs> skip a bit because it went straight from Abigail talking to Weston and him saying like "You're a great mayor" oh, and yeah. all that, and then it just skipped to Ab- uh, to Abigail <laughs> hugging Elizabeth. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> so I missed it. <laughs> Thank you, Directv. All Directv. Dang it! But I went back on. Uh, Hallmark everywhere yes. yeah. now, <laughs> and we watched the ending because it happens, guys. It, it happens. Glitches it happens. happen. Yeah, glitches happen. But I mean, but Abigail and Elizabeth. Are, like but you we said, got are an besties. amazing preview. Oh yes, we did. It was a great preview. That's what I said. I kind of laughed because they, they saw all this Jack stuff. So I was like, <laughs> okay, he's back. He's fine. Um, the Mounties are coming in. He's fine. Now this is what's this is what's killing me. So. Mm-hmm. I, I almost think is there a wedding next? Week? I don't. Think, I feel like they're going to they're build up to a wedding. Like, they can't be next week. I mean, it has to be like they have, to, really, next week. They have to be like announce it right. Like I don't, think, I don't think it's next week either. But just like they're leading, they, they just everything in the preview. So like was like let's get ready for the wedding. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Probably a couple weeks then, I guess. Right? Probably. I mean, he Jack comes back. Hashtag yes. Jack is back. Jack is back. Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to stick around for a few episodes. Mm-hmm. 
But that also goes with my predictions that I think he's going to leave again. Well, I think so I, we might get the wedding before he leaves. I, I'll say I agree with that. I think the wedding's going to happen before he leaves. Yeah, it will probably be his last episode, and then he leaves again. Which happens in real life. Some people get married before him. Yeah, my god brother got married before he went off to war to my god sister. So yeah, it does. It does happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love how E said things are going to be crazy around here. I'm like, that's what uh, Romance we said. So I guess on home and family. So, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. Oh, I agree with you. It, it, it won't be next week. It'll be yeah, quick, it but it won't be next week. Okay. I think next week we get the preview of Jack saying, like, is it okay to, oh, like, announce right. when we're going to He did say that. He did say that in the preview. Yes, he did say that. Because, like, they all know that they're engaged, but yes. there's no save the date yet. There isn't. So, mm. I, I think it's like, hey, we're getting married. Be there. Yes. Oh, and the candles. Where's the candles? The preview. Yeah. I thought Marissa said, she was all the candles. There'll probably be 150 <laughs> candles this episode, too. I was like, what's the candles? What's with the candles? For the wedding, they have to do, they just oh have to God. double it, and it'd be 300. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'll count. No, I won't. You will count. You know, someone wrote 200 candles, haha. 200, yeah. Oh, well, so, yes. we go from 150 at the engagement, 200 to, to the stands, and, and then... then 300. 300 for a, 300 for the wedding. Yeah, that's so funny. Yes, those I thought candles. Of you, I thought of you, as soon as I saw the candles, I was like, oh, my God. The candles. The yes, candles. The yes. Candles. We're definitely getting candles at getting the candles. wedding. I mean, candles. Come on. All right. Anything else about this episode before we move on? Again, it's just a, I think it was a well-rounded episode, again, about the town. Yes. Uh, that there were great themes that were explored, great moral lessons. Everybody from the kids to the adults spot on. Everybody from the leads, the supporting characters, great work. Great cinematography this this episode. Yes. I, w- I would say great cinematography this episode and just great writing and again show running. I thought it was the... I liked it better than the first episode also. It was a superb episode. It's a strong town. It's a strong and town. And that's the amazing thing is yes, we don't have Jack, but the town still thrives on its own. Yes. With everybody's help yes. for everyone and like loved it. Yes, I agree. So good. Say, yeah, so many feels. Yes, yeah, so, so many feels. So many feels. Yes. All right, so let's move on to news, shall we? Almost there. <laughs> news. Oh. <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> we'll get there. Eventually, we got it. Yes. Thank you, Anthony. All right. <coughs> so some fun things that happened in this past week. Actually, Lori Lachlan did an interview with U.S. Weekly. That actually happened last week. So oh, okay. Somehow, I missed it. <laughs> but um, she did a, a good interview with U.S. Weekly, and, and some good things she said about it. She says, I love that I'm telling a story about a woman who is a single working mom. Raising a family, holding down a job, running her own business, being involved in the community politically with the other woman. Mm-hmm. And then she goes on continuing and says, I love everyone I work with. We have a real family. There are many levels to it that make you happy. You're so appreciative of the audience, us being artists, mm-hmm. and you love the fact that you can bring some of joy to their lives on a weekly basis. I agree. Yeah, me too. She's doing it. She is doing it. I hear that. She's oh, definitely into it. <laughs> and yes, over the weekend, if you guys missed the, t- the tweet fest that Aaron was having, yes. uh, so she was procrastinating one night and started an Ask Aaron mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were asking if, uh, and admittedly, I asked too, but she did. But people were asking. People were asking too. People were asking. People were asking. They were. Uh, I believe it was uh, Stacy Matthews asked Aaron uh, if 
if she'll come back to After Buzz TV discussing When Calls the Heart Season 5. And Aaron actually responded if they'll have me back. Aaron, of oh, hello. course. Hello. Is that even a real question? That's not even a, yeah, that's not even a question. Seriously. Yeah. So, Easily. yes, absolutely. There's plenty, plenty of, of space, plenty of space on this table. You can come back and we'll have fun. <laughs> and also, I am a true believer. If you say it out loud, it will come out. I agree. So, putting that back out. And thank you to the fans for happen. thinking of us. Yeah, thank show. you guys. Yeah, thank you for thinking of us in the show. Speaking to her for us. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> You're making her jobs easier. Yes. Um, yeah, and then last night, of course, with the, the tweeting and the tweet yes. fest that we were having every Sunday, Hardys were trending on Twitter. Yes. They, I believe from the last time I checked, people were saying there was over 74,000 tweets just on the East Coast time alone. You guys are amazing. Let alone. Amazing. At all the West Coast feeds. Marissa taught me something last night because I'm a little slow. I'm just pretty, <laughs> you guys. I'm just pretty. I, for me, it's hard because I have big sausage fingers. Look at my hands, you guys. <laughs> to type on this little phone to live tweet. She's like, I use my laptop. <laughs> I've never tweeted my on my laptop before. Is that funny? What? I've never done it. What? So I'm going to try to do it. I've never. Do you I've always never... check Twitter via your phone? Yeah. What? Is that funny? I've never done it. Well, I, I'm old person. That's why I don't know. Yes, I've I'm never. Teaching him. I'm he t- teaching she him. taught me. I said she was too smart for me. I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> yeah. I'm out loud. He said that's it. on camera. He said it. That's on camera. Thank you, James. So yes. yes. <laughs> I think you're pretty too. <laughs> I love it. So, love it. Uh, James and I, we talked over the weekend, yes. and we're going to do a fun segment as much as we can yes. this season. We're going to talk a little bit about the When God Calls the Heart. This book is brilliant. I Oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot if we had that part. It's a new segment. This is a new segment. Yes. It's live television. We're, we're going to cover some devotions throughout the yes, season. Yes, we are. And, and, and oh, okay, yes. <laughs> like, I love the music. The book, you just have to listen to yes. it, you know? First of all, the music... And this book feels so nice in your hands. Yes. I mean, seriously, it feels so nice. And I love, shout out to Brian Bird, Michelle Cox, and a forward for genetic oak. But the book itself, the way it's set up, you, you guys, mm-hmm. it is brilliant. It incorporates when calls the hearts yeah. with devotionals, so well. with, with, with scripture. And, and after every little chapter, it's like those are small like, like chapters, but small sections. They ask you questions that relate to what you just read in your own life. Right. And so uh, there, there is a formula to this book, if you guys didn't pick it up. Yes. But every chapter slash devotion, every, ch- yes. every chapter is a basic small little recount of every episode. Mm-hmm. And so far, we're only on the season one. Yes. Um, recounts. That's um, right. I'm, I got up to. Uh, we made an agreement to yes. read like thirty to forty pages. I had some stuff to do last night. I had so to I... stop myself because I was like, "You gave me another hour to finish this book." <laughs> so good. I've done. I've done three devotionals only because I had to get ready for my album. I had some album stuff doing. So, but yes. she kept going a little further, and I, I can see myself going further. I mean, it's, it's it's a there is an easy read too. It's an easy they read. Are. But I just kept reading. But it's such a great read. And the first, like for example, the first three, just the, the themes and the subjects were speaking to both of us. Yes. So anything that really stood out to you? Yes. The, okay, the one that stood out to me, I, think, I believe it was number two, the eviction notice is one. Mm-hmm. Because when they talk about being afraid to do something, and but hardship really does make you stronger. It does. And I've mm-hmm. you guys know, I've been through some hardship. Uh, but we all have. We've all been afraid to do things. And that's been my life since age 40. I decided to change my life. 
and I decided to go through with my faith and just go through it and just and believe it was going to work out. And I love the I love the title eviction note. It's like it just it just says so much when you read that devotional. It says so much. And and actually I love the um actually I'm gonna read class Ecclesiastes I'm gonna let you have four twelve. Though no one may be in overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. I just love that. It's so empowering just reading that sentence those two sentences are so powerful to me. And that's what stood out oh, the first three, which were all were great. This number two was the best. It was just it just it spoke to me so heavily. Um, yeah, I think the first chapter like already oh, yes. sucked me in because yes. there is a theme of change. Yes, and ch- big change is, is really scary. Yes, it is. And I think a lot of us have had to deal with change, and people are always afraid of getting. They get so comfortable in their lives and the things that they do in their mm-hmm. situations that when they change something up, they're afraid to do it. Well, you because left your home state. I did. And came to California. I came here. By yourself. One suitcase. By yourself. With, yes. Young. Yes. That's, I, I, no, I seriously, I admire that. I think people who do that, I mean, I left home at 18 also. I left and went, so, I mean, it's like, that's, I admire that because you took a chance, a leap of faith. I'm sure you probably were a little nervous and scared, weren't you? Oh, home? absolutely. Yeah. I knew no one out here in LA. <laughs> Literally, I got on a plane to meet two guys that I've never met before. Wow. So, I mean, and that being Kevin and Phil, who run this yes, place. Yeah, 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 that's just, so, yeah those two but guys. But the, yes. the thing in, in Chapter 1 was one of the questions at the end was, why do you have trouble... Like, why do you have trouble trusting God with the big plans he gives you? And I think a lot of people, that goes with the, the change. It's like people always think, or like when they make a change, they don't know what's going to happen. You want to control so you have it. To, you, it's like you, that's where like the let go and let God happens. And yep. Yep. and like that was chapter one for me. I, know, I, was like, I, I, All right, I know. This book is already better than a lot of self-help books. Because even, even, the, even the first title, Dream Big, Expect Surprises. Yes. That's so, she was happening to me right now at the moment in my life. And I just, I relate to it so heavily, but yes, it's just, it's speaking to me so far. It yeah. is totally speaking to me. A couple of my favorite quotes that I've read so far. Okay. Um, Persistence always beats resistance. Yes. I agree with that. I'm a I very persistent person. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows me, I'm very persistent. So yes. when I say I'm going to get people on the show, I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And then another one was, uh, here's a prayer that is actually at the end of one of the chapters. Help me to dispense grace even when it isn't warranted. And to show your love, your love as in God, in every situation. You know, you see, I, you know, I was always taught you're yes. supposed to go in every situation with love and care. Mm-hmm. I was always taught that. So I try to do that in all my relationships today. And sometimes it's not easy sometimes because you have emotions and you feel a certain way. But if you want effective change, this is my coaching talking, of course, you want effective change, you should go in with love and care. So that message from God is very relevant. And and it's true. I think it's true. More can happen when you when you do that. Yeah, positive things can happen. I love it. And like, and I think it just kind of ties to my my chapter one is like here's another question at the end of I believe chapter twelve because that's a far ago. Wow. Was uh, what are some areas of unrest or uncertainty in mm-hmm. your life right now? That a lot of like change can happen with uncertainty. So. I mean, it just this book does such a great job of already making you reflect. Yes. Um, reflect on like what's yes. happening because we learn a message from every episode, mm-hmm. and how does that relate to our lives? Right. We should always do self check ins. Yes. It's okay. Self care is very important. You should always do self check ins for yourself. And these books, this book so far is going to be <laughs> doing that for us every devotional. Um, but the self check ins are great because you should be doing 
what you want to be doing. That's what should be happening for your best life ever. So hopefully this book will help not only us, but you out there who are reading it, um, live your best life ever. Ask, ask those hard questions um, and maybe get some really great answers and trust God and, and, the, big, and the big plans. So yeah. hopefully, that, hopefully that'll work. So uh, let us your thoughts. Uh, let us know your yes. thoughts, Hardys, of this book, of this yes. show, of this episode. Yes. Did you like this segment? And, uh, yeah, I yeah. Some people, some people say they like it already. It's like, good. Hope you like this segment. Hope you, we're going to do this. Yeah. This is so great. we're gonna we're planning on doing this as much as we can throughout yes. uh, every episode and after show of this season. Um, some oh. sometimes we might, okay. might not. Uh, Jordan yeah. says that Car- uh, Car- oh, Carolee Vance is watching. Oh, says thank you, Bishop Carol. You know you're my favorite family out there. Come on. Yes. Hello to your whole family. To your whole family. Your wonderful, beautiful family. We would love to have Carter back. Yes, definitely. On our show via yes. Skype or in studio. You're in studio. If you're here in LA. again. Putting that out there into the universe <laughs> to make it happen. You see? Yes. It's exactly. not that hard to say it out loud. No, not at all. It's easy to say it out loud. There I'm we like, go. I think I love it. All right. Thanks, Hardys. That's no. two. No, that's not it, is it? Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Our show's over. Yeah. How fast did that go? I'm like, I know. I don't want to end. It's not fair. Okay. There's nothing else in my rundown. We I know. It. She at the end of her rundown. Oh, actually, the board. there is. Oh, there is? Oh, there is. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got so engrossed in our devotions. <laughs> Let's do our fun segment. Also, a prediction. Yeah, did somebody mention that just now? <laughs> prediction. Oh, you see, you I caught myself. Here you go. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Yeah, someone said predictions. They're already there. Like, <laughs> I forgot that. We've, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't look at the bottom of the board. Yeah. Yes. Go for it, James. Well, it looks like, um, I think Gowan's coming back next week. Is he? Oh, you think? I think so. They didn't show him. Yeah, not in this episode. But but he might just be coming back. I don't think he's going to be like a major. I think he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. And kind of just up, upset kind of Abigail for a little bit. It's like, she's going to come back. Because I think the episode's going to be mostly about Jack. But they always have, a, 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 like, what do you call them, A and B stories. I, there has to be a B or C and C story. And Tertiary I'm, story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to figure out who they're going to be. I mean... And Abigail is, is kind of, I think it's going to be Gowan. I think he's going to come back. Yeah, well, if you think about it right now, we don't really have a town villain. No. Weston was the questionable guy in this episode. But he did fine. And he, he actually turned out good. Yeah. So if Gowan came back, yeah, he'd be the questionable person in, this, yeah, in exactly. the town again. I, exactly. I agree with that. Now, what, what are you thinking? Uh, I think the wedding is going to happen okay. in the last episode that Jack is here. I don't okay. know what episode. But he does, he does come back in episode three, and I said that. You did <laughs> say like, that. You did say that. You did say that. He's coming in three. Yes. Called it. Um, you did. I think, oh, and also, uh, Julie is becoming a, oh, yes. an artist. artist. So I don't know if we're going to keep seeing her journey. I would like to. I think it make me. Nice. My prediction would get a break from her for the next maybe episode or so. Probably she'll be if part Jack, of the wedding. If Jack comes back. Yeah, it's definitely going to be focused on Jack. Oh yeah, and Jack, Elizabeth. And, and deservedly so, and deservedly yes, so. But I think I would say maybe episode four, Julia will come back kind of in again, mainly probably for the wedding piece, like a side side probably, kind of character. Yeah. Um, but I would see Julie still. But I think she won't be. I think that I think we've seen the kind of the most of her for right now. It'll be a little break from her. Yeah, yeah. We, we didn't see Clara. We didn't see. Yeah. Oh, Jessie. and I think Claire and Jesse are going to get back together. Oh, we too. The next time that they, because we only really saw Claire in this episode. I don't. I don't think Jesse was in this episode. No, he wasn't. If he was, he was in town meeting, but we didn't. We show didn't him. see him. They didn't show up. Um, he didn't have a line. So yes. the next time we see Claire and Jesse, Claire is going to be the one to be like, "I want yes. this," because she said in tonight, <laughs> like this episode, she's like, "I just want to make sure I'm ready before I start something serious again." Yep. So I think. 
after all this time as this quote unquote break from Jesse, yes. she realizes how much she, she does miss him. Joyce says, watch Home and Family on March 9th. Here we go. March 9th. So is, is, that, is that when Dan's on? Or is that you said somebody's coming back to it? I can't, I can't remember what you said earlier. Actually, I'll, I'd have to look that it up. Went by, it went by so fast. It went by so fast. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, because nobody have HBO watching. Ask Maria. She's on Home and Family. Right, exactly. Um, but it says watch on the 9th. Okay, that's good to know for everybody out there. I didn't, I didn't know. Excellent. So watch okay. Home and Family on March, March 9th. 9th. Which is next week. Exactly. I think it was <laughs> March already. It's March already. Yeah, it's yes. like March Basically. in a couple days. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Yes. In the meantime, where can everyone keep following, James? So, folks, I'm going to be with the Michigan Hardies, the <laughs> Mitten Hardies, uh, in April. So if you want to know more about that, go to their page. And I'm going to actually be in, because I'll be in Chicago. It's a long story, but I will be there. Illinois. Signing books, if you have books of mine, hugging babies, whatever. I'm going to be there. So I just want to make sure you know that. You can follow me at James Lott Jr. There you go. So you're going to Chicago, my home state. Yeah, home state. I love Chicago. I'm not from Chicago, but I'm from Illinois. <laughs> and yes. then Michigan, which is like my second I know. home state. I've never been there before. I've never been to Michigan in my Michigan's life. Michigan's gorgeous. I can't wait. I love Michigan. I've never been. I'm jealous that you're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. You can follow me everywhere at Serafini TV. Keep rating, keep commenting, keep subscribing, yes. keep watching When Calls the Heart. We have so much more to talk about in this season. Mm-hmm. And keep reading when God calls the heart. God calls we're going to be hearts. talking about that too. Yes. Thanks, Hardy. We'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later, Hardys. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.